Let's imagine the not-too-distant future. You feel more in control of your photos than you ever have before. You look forward to the regular creative dates on your calendar. You're moving forward on that project that means so much to you. You are on fire with inspiration, and you are finally scrapbooking consistently. This is not a hypothetical, it's a real-life possibility. And for the first time, I've created a workshop specifically focused on the problem of consistency. It's called Sparked, and I'm excited to share it with you for free. Visit simplescrapper.com sparked to get access to the training and make this possibility your reality. I really love the idea of basically turning all of my layouts into digital books. It would be a huge project, but I really love the idea of doing that. I would definitely still keep some, but maybe narrowing down what I have so it's a little bit more manageable. Welcome to Scrapbook Your Way, the show that explores the breadth of ways to be a memory keeper today. I'm your host, Jennifer Wilson, owner of Simple Scrapper and author of The New Rules of Scrapbooking. This is episode 179. In this episode, I'm joined by longtime scrapbooker Laura Vegas to have a semi-controversial chat about our legacies as memory keepers, including digitizing pages, tossing older albums, and the projects she just can't let go of. Hey, Laura, welcome to Scrapbook Your Way. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm excited to be chatting with you today. Yes, me too. I We have connected online for quite a while now, and I'm excited to talk about this particular topic because this is something that keeps coming up. But before we get to that, can you introduce yourself a little bit and so our audience can get to know who Laura Vegas is? Well, I'm Laura Vegas. I have lived in California all my life. I'm located in kind of central California in the Valley. Um, And I live with my husband and one of my girls, my two girls are grown. So one's off on her own. Um, And my younger one, who's almost 23, she's still here with us. Um, Very cool. And then our puppy who we've had for about a year and a half. (laughs) Oh, pandemic puppy. I hear a lot of those on our episodes. (laughs) Yeah. So what's exciting you right now in scrapbooking? Um, You know, I haven't had as much time to scrapbook lately as I would like, but one of the things that's always exciting to me is anything pretty much that Allie Edwards makes and creates. Mm -hmm. Um, Even like any of her design team, like all of them, they just, I love everything that they do. Um, and just the whole like story-based, you know, idea of, you know, taking those photos and stories and just really making those the focus of the projects. Um, yes, yes. There's so much creativity in, in how, in how Bushy, her, her team and her biggest fans. So, mm-hmm. so many amazing things that are being created these days that I would have never imagined myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've been a long time. I mean, I, I have pretty much every single product, you know, that she comes out with her kits, her story kits. I mm-hmm. even have all of the day in life and all of the week in the life kits, digital kits, especially. And yet mm-hmm. I've never done day in the life, but I have every single kit she's ever done. <laughs> 
Um, so I'm huge on her digital projects too, because I use those probably more than actual physical product these days. But Oh, interesting. I think we'll probably get into more of that in the later part of our conversation. But I think that's you know, digital is one way that we can be a little bit more streamlined in the stuff that we have. It has mm-hmm. a lot more versatility. Yes. And, you know, with those weekend life and day in life products, they are very usable far beyond those projects. It's about mm-hmm. everyday life. So mm-hmm. I love those as well. And um, we also like to ask our guests about your memory keeping bucket list. So what is one story that you still really want to tell but have not yet captured? So the one that comes to mind, because I listen to your podcast quite a bit, and every time you ask someone this question, the one thing that pops into my head is my girls' graduations, Mm. Um, specifically my older daughter's college graduation. And not to say that that's more special than, you know, their high school graduations or my younger daughters, but, um, you know, my older daughter graduated from college about four years ago and we had gone down and took, like, I took senior photos uh, of her, like, cap and gown and all of her, you know, everything that she had, all her little sashes and whatever you call them, stoles. And mm-hmm. we took tons of senior photos around campus um, and just so many gorgeous photos that I have. And then add to those the photos we took on graduation day and of the two different ceremonies and just with family and everything. And I really, really want to put those into um, most likely a a digital, like a photo book. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I do want to be able to print like an extra copy for like her dad or for, you know, her or me or whatever. So I love the idea of doing it digitally. But that's a big one that I really want to get to at some point. And also, even my girls' high school graduations, I never scrapbook them. I didn't document them in any way. And I have, you know, all kinds of photos from graduation day, even eighth grade graduations. I have never done anything with those photos. So graduations are just one thing that constantly pops into my head when you kind of ask that bucket list question. I love that because that's not something we've talked about a lot, but that is one of those things that we often have in life where you take a lot of photos Mm -hmm. and sometimes there's even, you know, professional photos, whether, you know, pose shots, whether you took those yourself or you hired someone to do it. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a large quantity of photos. Sometimes, you know, not quite as many as a wedding, but you know, it's up there in the quantity. Oh yeah. So, um, and that's one reason I like the idea of the digital book because I've always been really big into photo collages. It was kind of one of my signature things when I did the 12 by 12 layouts was I was really big on collages and using the photo templates. So, you know, I'm, I'm very good at working with a huge amount of photos and working them into those collages. And, you know, so I, I just at some point I'll do it. I just haven't gotten to it just yet. Sure. It can feel intimidating when you have that many photos and it's Mm -hmm. an important story. And that's, I mean, that's why we have this bucket list conversation is because oftentimes it's not because it's a silly story. You know, sometimes there are fun bucket list stories, but oftentimes it's because it's something important Mm -hmm. Um, and we want to do it justice and spend some time on it. And it's, yeah, sometimes it's harder to get to those things. So the reason I wanted to have you on the podcast is because you had posted something on Instagram recently mm-hmm. about you did this inventory of your albums. But before we kind of itemize what you discovered from that, I'd like to share with our audience a little bit of context. So how long have you been scrapbooking? What formats have you mostly worked in? 
um, and, and things like that? Well, I've been scrapbooking for probably at least 27 years now. Um, I started um, shortly before my older daughter was born, after getting married, and that back then it was Creative Memories, um, mm-hmm. and I used those for you know many years. And so I was always a twelve by twelve scrapbooker, um, and that was my main size really up until you know I got into like the six by eight, um, you know, other sizes. But twelve by twelve was always my go to. And mainly layouts. Um, I I have done some mini albums in the past, but they're not really my thing. Um, and then at some point, I did get into uh, when I did start doing Project Life. I have done nine by twelve, so that's been my Project Life size since I started doing it um, in 2016. And then I also do six by eight albums and six by twelve, and those are mainly pocket pages. Um, I have a six by 12 album that's mainly just for stories about myself because that's kind of what I'm down to scrapbooking now, um, now that my girls are older. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I will kind of just go in between the six by eight, the six by 12. And then I also like to use the life crafted albums um, for those traveler notebook sized um, little spreads. And I've, I can't get into the traveler's notebooks. I, I tried and I can't. Um, but <laughs> I can do that size and work it into those little albums. So I really kind of just vary in between those. Like I'll come up with a, you know, if I have an idea, I just kind of ask myself, okay, is it traveler's notebook size six by eight or six by 12? And those are kind of my things now. Um, I'm not really into layouts, uh, anymore. Um, I definitely have a lot of layouts I still want to make, and I'm not saying I'll never make them again, but it's it's just not something that I've really done much of lately. Sure, sure. Now, I'm curious, across, across this whole history, was this all totally personal work or were you involved in design teams at all? Because I just want to share that context in case mm-hmm. some of your volume was related to that. <laughs> yes, definitely a lot of it. Um, I worked with design teams um, for probably about 15 years. And... I also did um, magazines, so I was on the creative or uh, creating keepsakes dream team for three years, and then from that I went straight into scrapbooks, etc. Not scrapbooks, etc. Oh my gosh, scrapbook and cards today. Um, so I went straight into that team for three years. So I did six years straight of magazine teams along with some design teams, and I was never one that was on a ton of design teams. It was always usually just you know maybe two tops. But a huge amount of what I did was related to that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, about 15 years, I think, total on working with different teams and such. All right. So let's give us some stats on your inventory of albums. <laughs> um, so let's see. I had. Yeah, I knew I, I've done it a few times over the years. I've been like, look, here's here's what I got. Here's how many albums I have. But just a while ago, I went through and literally sat down and counted and wrote down everything. So I have about 105 total albums, um, which is a lot. <laughs> but 67 12 by 12 albums. I've got 13 9 by 12, which... The majority of those are actually my Project Life albums. Um, and I also have 9 by 12 for like the girls' sports and things like that. I have 
one eight, eight and a half by 11, which was just my own high school or my own um, school years that I documented. Okay. Okay. And then um, I have about seven, eight or eight by eight and nine by nine albums. I did those for a little bit here and there. And then five, six by 12 albums and 10, six by eight. Um, yeah. And then a couple little life crafted ones. So, but yeah, 105 total, which it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious how doing this inventory and you said you've done it in the past as well. How does mm-hmm. it make you feel when you do that? Um, I mean, it feels good to know that I have so much documented, but mm-hmm. it also is overwhelming because I am one that kind of, I, I'm really big on like organizing and reorganizing and, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of always in that look, okay, I don't need this anymore. I'm kind of, you know, I got to purge this. I got to clean this out kind of, you know, parring down things here and there. And, you know, I do kind of think like, okay, what's going to happen years down the road my girls are not going to want 105 albums. <laughs> like I know them, they are not going to want that many albums. Mm-hmm. They're not even going to want like half of that if they split them. Um, so I do kind of think about, okay, down the road, like what's going to happen to all these and really like, is all of that necessary to have? I mean, I'm not going to like just throw memories away randomly, but I know there's, a plenty of things in those albums that probably don't need to be kept. Um, you know, it could be design team pages I made that maybe don't really have any meaning to them. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a lot. And I just know that at some point, like what's going to happen to them. <laughs> yeah. That was one thing that I was thinking about is that particularly in the older days when mm-hmm. it was more photo and product focused versus story focused, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's pages you have that don't have a lot of, additional context. They're not really adding value to the overall story. They're just pretty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I think even looking back, like we used to, I know like creative memory wise, we used, I used to put every single photo I took on these pages and it, mm -hmm. all they had was like a little (laughs) caption under each photo, which was kind of how we did it back then. You know, you'd have five photos of my daughter, you know, sitting in her high chair eating when she's a baby. And under each photo, I'd have like, oh, she's so cute. She's holding a spoon. Like, it's nothing that important where I could take, I may have 20 layouts of her sitting in a high chair eating where I could pull like one photo from each layout, put them together on one page and actually maybe have a better story. Yes, yes. Well, have you thought about actually doing that? Like more kind of consolidation type projects? I have. I've actually thought about it. And years ago, I, I, I think I actually put that as my goal at some point. I would love to take my creative memory albums because I have a lot of pages that like the photos are on there, but I never finished them. Um, mm-hmm. I Like I have albums with just pages and pages of just photos because I didn't do anything else with it. And, you know, of course, it's, it's a little trickier because back then, you know, we cut them into shapes, they're circles and ovals and hearts and things like that. But I would love, my, I mean, I have four albums from my older daughter's first year of life, which is ridiculous. Um, so I would love to pull out the photos and just kind of work them into some other format. I mean, my thinking is kind of like that whole pocket page project yeah. life kind of way of doing it, maybe break it down by the month or whatever, and just kind of, 
you know, hit the highlights. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's an overwhelming idea to, to take those albums out and pull it all apart. It is. It is. I think that's what stops people from doing it. Even if there's more of us than we talk about who mm-hmm. are actually thinking about this. So <laughs> now I'm curious when you were kind of doing this inventory, you had to actually look at things and maybe even physically touch some of them to figure out what you have. Mm-hmm. Were there any things that surprised you about um, qu- quantity, quality, you know, how things have lasted over the years, um, you know, things I that you've chosen to do or not do. Yeah. yeah. I didn't actually really go into the albums and look at them. Um, I have done that though in the past though, because there have been times where I've reorganized my albums, whether it was, sorting out the layouts and working them, you know, like separating them into different albums. Like I'm sure at some point they were all in one and then I separated like, okay, all of Alyssa's pages would just her go in her album. Sarah's go in hers. Here's the family layouts. Um, and then I've also changed albums. So I used to work, I used to have postbound albums and then I moved everything over to the three ring albums. And every time I make, do something like that, I weed some layouts out. So I've definitely pulled layouts out that I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. Or maybe I scrapbook that photo on three different layouts and there's no reason for that. So anytime I go through my albums, I will actually pull layouts out and kind of just chuck them or (laughs) get rid of them or whatever I do with them. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's definitely some albums. I know I have a, a couple which... They're not travel albums because we've never really traveled much, but they were kind of like places we went. Like mm-hmm. we go, we used to go to the cabin every summer, my uncle's cabin, and they're just photos slipped in pockets. It's just, there's nothing else to them. And, you know, those could be somehow worked into something, you know, smaller and put into the family album so that I don't have these albums with like, oh, here's all the cabin in this album where I could just go work them into each year that they apply to. I think one thing that's standing out to me is the sense of permission that I hope we're kind of communicating to the listeners that it's okay to change things as you go Mm -hmm. to improve, to uh, make it more future proof and whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like for you. And it's not, it's not so precious that you can't adjust. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because in the end, yeah, nobody's going to want a hundred albums or or more or even, you know, even 50 of those. It's, it's so hard to think about what somebody would do Mm -hmm. with all, with all of that volume Mm -hmm. when they're making their own memories. Yeah. So, um, it's a, it's a real, you know, mind, mind bending question Mm -hmm. for all of us as scrapbookers. I mean, I even had one just recently. I have a six by eight album that I started, I picked up and got back into reading about two and a half years ago. So I started like a reading album so I could have, Mm -hmm. you know, all of the books that I've read. And originally I had a page for each book. So I had a photo of the book. I had a um, journaling card of sorts, not really a review, but just kind of a card that said something about the book. And then I had like a little filler card. And then I had a card that had the number, like this is my fifth book of the year. And Mm -hmm. it was fun and it was cute. But at some point I realized that I was only going to fit, I think it was like a year and a half into one album. And I'm like, wait, hang on a minute. Like I'm only a year and a half in, and this isn't working for me. Like that's, that's going to be too many albums. So I actually went through and I took out the number cards and the filler cards. And now I just have the photo of the book and the journaling card and that's it. 
and I make a little title page for each year, but you know, I was only a year and a half in and I'm like, wait, this isn't going to work because it's going to be way too much if I keep reading. So now I just, yeah, I pulled out all those cards, threw them in the garbage and just condensed everything down a little bit. So yeah, I think it's definitely okay to change, you know, to be like, okay, wait, this isn't quite what I want it to be, or it's too much, or maybe it's too little and I want to do more with it. Yeah. I love that. Cause it's not, you know, there's certainly uh, examples, which we might share in a second here about when you are kind of scrapping everything, mm -hmm. but sorry, that's, that's a wrong term to use in this conversation <laughs> when you're like, literally when you're disposing yes. or discarding items. Um, but that's just a tweak in order to adjust the project to mm -hmm. make it work better for where you at, where you're at right now. Yeah. And I think some of those are sometimes even easier to, Oh, wrap your brain around and feel more comfortable. It's kind of like a baby step into, mm -hmm. <laughs> into this. Uh -huh. But you also mentioned, and really it was the photo of this post where you talked about your inventory that you combined 150 layouts into one 12 by 12 photo book. And this, mm -hmm. you had done this in years past. Yes. Can you talk a little bit more about that project? Yeah. So I, it was a long time ago. I can't even think how long ago it was, but I did daycare in my home for 17 years and I used to make tons of layouts about all the kids I watched. They were huge parts of our life. Um, but at some point I realized, I I can't remember how many it was. It's it's in a blog post somewhere. But I have, I had like this huge amount of albums that were just daycare kids from over the years. And, you know, I, I kind of said, well, I already have this many albums of my own family. I don't necessarily need to take up space with all these albums for children that basically they're not my children, you know, and a lot of them have moved on. Some we keep in touch with some we don't like, I don't need to keep all this space for, you know, for that memory. I'd rather fill that space with my own families. So I did decide to turn most, I turned all of the layouts in fact, into a digital book. And I just, you know, I literally took all the layouts out of the albums photographed each one, um, just the same way I photographed all my layouts at the time. And then just kind of, you know, edit them and organize them in a way so that I could just pull them right into a book. I printed them as a 12 by 12 book. Um, and a lot of those layouts were actually eight by eight size layouts because I was kind of into that size for a while. But I printed them as a 12 by 12 book. And, you know, the book is, I don't know, maybe a half inch thick. I mean, <laughs> It takes up so much space, less space than all yeah. of those albums. So I have a collection of four albums of all digital pages that I had printed mm -hmm. um, from like right after I got married to up to when my daughter was born. Uh -huh. And I was on digital teams at that point. And so I was using a lot of product. I wasn't doing a lot of journaling. And I'd, I've already decided these are all going to go in a photo book because mm -hmm. they're taking up, you know, a whole cube in my Cadillacs uh -huh. for these layouts that don't, they just don't have a lot to them. Mm -hmm. But now if I put it in a book, I can add some like additional context. Just even a couple pages of journaling mm -hmm. will make it more, uh, useful and valuable to the end reader if it's my daughter or one of my stepsons mm -hmm. or who else in the future um so yeah projects like that really i don't know they really excite me <laughs> because <laughs> we we just we don't have infinite space yes yeah 
And at the time, you know, I took all those layouts. I still kept some of them. I didn't get rid of all of them. Um, I think I still have three or no, I think I still have two albums that are just like the daycare kids, but I kept the layouts that were a little more special or I kept ones that, you know, instead of just like one child on it, you know, I used to do these layouts where I would take a photo of every child that I watched and combine them on one layout, you know, that had Mm -hmm. more meaning to it because I had more journaling about you know, what they meant to me and, and that kind of thing. So I have a handful of layouts that I kept, but the rest of them, I just kind of sorted out and I gave them to the families. Um, I don't know if they kept them or not. Some of them, I know they, you know, I know they did, but, and if there were any children that we weren't in touch with anymore, I threw them in the garbage and I was okay with that. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, I loved it. I was so excited when I got that book and I'm like, this is just one little book on my shelf. And I just, I love it. Well, and I love that you could pass some of them on. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that can relieve some of the heartache of (laughs) all the investment of time and energy and money and products and everything that we Mm -hmm. put into our pages if we're going to decide to let them go. (laughs) Um, I, I don't know. Have you ever like taken a part of layout and tried to save anything or do you just, um, yeah, I've, I've, thrown layouts away before I have. And I, you know, I'll put it out there too. I'll, you know, whether it's Instagram or, you know, before Instagram, my blog or whatever, I'm like, yeah, here's these layouts. And I threw them all away guys, you know, and people came at me like, (laughs) like, how (laughs) could you do that? You know, save them for your girls. I'm like, no, like my girls already have all these albums. Why am I going to save these? And then people would say, well, give them to the grandparents. I'm like, the grandparents don't want them, you know? And well, give them somebody else can use that layout. I'm like, no, 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 no. (laughs) But yeah, I would tear off like any embellishments that I wanted to keep. Um, You know, I was a big button fanatic. So I'd take the buttons off the layouts and save those. Um, You know, and now if I were to get rid of layouts from years, years ago, I would definitely pull off those photos. Anything that was a film photo, I would save just because those are so much harder to reprint and because my girls are, you know, I always call them my film babies because, you know, the first, you know, six, 10 years of their life was on film. So, I mean, I have all my negatives and I can def, I don't, I mean, honestly, I don't know where you go to reprint anything these days, but anything that I was going to, if I get rid of anything that has a film photo, I will take that and save it just in case. Um, Just because it's not as easy to access as a, you know, my digital stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a, a helpful tip for somebody who may be thinking about going mm-hmm. back and doing this. Um, I'm curious if you're thinking about doing any more projects where you photograph or scan layouts and put them in a photo book. I am. I'm actually thinking about doing it with all my layouts. Um, well, I shouldn't say all. I mean, like my Project Life albums are some of my favorite albums these days. So I wouldn't, I mean, I'm those can stay as they are. I have one album for each year. That's fine. Um, I have like my girls' school albums. They each have four albums that contain a wide mix of everything from their school years, from kindergarten through 12th grade. So those will stay as is, but basically any layouts. Um, I really love the idea of basically kind of turning all of my layouts into digital books. It would be a huge project, but I really love the idea of doing that. And then potentially, you know, I don't know if I would just 
get rid of a lot of layouts. I would definitely still keep some, but maybe narrowing down what I have. So it's a little bit mm-hmm. more manageable. Um, and even, you know, I kind of look at it too. Like if I turned all of my layouts into digital books, and even if I kept some of those albums or kept, you know, narrowed it down and kept a handful, um, you know, I mean, even knocking down my 105 albums down to like 50 would be amazing. But even sure. that, you know, heaven forbid something happens to me or down the road or whatever, you know, my girls could have, you know, I think it would be okay to say, you can toss those albums because look, you have these digital books and they don't take up much space. And, you know, it would be easier to just chuck everything else if they wanted. Yes. No, I mean, that that makes sense. I think having that kind of digital duplication can be helpful mm-hmm. as people are making decisions in the future. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm curious about the school year books and why you don't feel compelled to do the same with those. Because well, to me, that seems like a really clear boundary, <laughs> like time frame, um, um, you know, a specific project. Well, so guess, I'm just, I'm just curious. Yeah. Well, I think because they're not really layouts, they're just, um, I used Becky Higgins school year kits, which was okay. something from forever ago. And that's one project that like is, I have those done start to finish. And I set up that school year album system that she had, and I didn't use it necessarily exactly like she had it, but each year has a big old envelope, 12 by 12 envelope page where I've slipped in like a sampling of their work, um, you know, when they were younger, like a drawing, or it could be a report they wrote, um, writing samples, things like that. I have their report cards. I have their, um, any awards they received. I have their class photo. I have any, you know, once they got to high school, I have, you know, any of their sports teams, you know, the photos and any awards I have ribbons from things, um, I have their ID cards <laughs> slipped into the little mm-hmm. pocket. So, I mean, those are, it's just a lot of memory. It's more memorabilia than anything. There's really, I don't really have layouts in there. The only photos in there are like their, their school photo and their class photos and sports photos and things like that. But I don't know that they're going to want to pull out and be like, Oh, look what I wrote in sixth grade. But if they want, it's there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think that it's definitely a different type of digitization project mm-hmm. versus photograph a layout, edit the layout, put it on a page, full, mm-hmm. you know, full full page, like and repeat the process for the layouts. So yeah. something like that would require a lot more some scanning, some photography, yeah. some, you know, figuring out how it's all going to fit together and And I mean, so I, I have seen that Be- being yeah. quite different. So. I've seen Becky Higgins do that with her kids um school mm-hmm. stuff. She a couple years ago she was doing I think what her oldest child, her oldest son or something, and she was showing how she was doing that. So she was doing it more like scanning the artwork and taking pictures. And some of that stuff I actually did. I took pictures of the artwork, the bigger things and I tossed those and just included the the photo. But yeah, she's done stuff like that where it's all just digital pages that then got printed, I'm assuming. Um, yep. Yep. For yeah. Sure. That would be, to me, it would just be a, a lot of more work because it's just little papers <laughs> and things like that. Yes. So I was like scrolling back further on your Instagram and, and as you said, you've blogged about these questions before, mm-hmm. um, but you actually shared that you were tossing this big stack of mini albums <laughs> that you had made for your parents. Uh-huh. Can you talk more about that choice and, and what, what led to that? Yeah. So my parents moved out of state last summer and 
basically my, my mom didn't want to take any photo albums or any, anything of that sort. Um, so she kind of just gave me everything she had and well, my brother took his, and then I took the majority of the stuff and she had all these mini albums. I used to be big on making them like years and years ago, like every Christmas we had three sets of grandparents. So I would make three little six by six albums and, or even before that, I think it was like the five by seven creative memory albums, I think. And it literally just had like two photos for each month, like one of Sarah, one of Alyssa, like my favorite photo. And it was really just a collection of photos from throughout the year. There was no journaling. There was no real story. Um, like some of them just literally had just a photo and maybe like January, February. And then I also used to teach um, classes at the local scrapbook store forever ago. And I used to do these mini albums, um, different kinds too. Like, like way back when we used to do mini albums out of brown paper bags, brown lunch mm -hmm. bags. And so I did a class with that. So I have just like just a sampling of photos. And then I used to print quotes because it was just easy when you're teaching a class like here, put these little quotes in. That's cute. Um, so yeah, most of these albums, they didn't have anything in them. There were no stories. There was no real special meaning. It was mainly just a handful of photos in an album. So looking through them, like I took them all from her and took them home and just looking at them, there was just to me, there was honestly no reason to keep them. I mean, it's cool to be able to pull something out and be like, yeah, look, I made this album out of a paper bag. Um, but it just, I just didn't see any point in keeping it, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I, I went through, I took a lot of the, those because they were so old were film photos. So I took all the photos off um, and saved those, but I just kind of threw everything away. <laughs> And the thing is, I actually have a lot of these albums. I have duplicate, like I have my own album. That's the same sure. exact one because I would make my own. So at some point I probably will pull mine out. I have a couple mini albums that actually have, um, like I had to do one for a magazine ass assignment a couple of years ago. And, you know, it actually has more meaning to it because as I got further down the road in my scrapbooking towards the end of doing all that design team stuff, I really focused more on making things that were authentic and had meaning and I was big on journaling. So anything I made later, it actually, you know, I have a couple little albums that do have like a story to them and meaning to them. So I would be more inclined to keep those, but the ones that are just some photos, I, I just, honestly, I don't feel like I need to keep them for anything. And things like that. Oh, one of the things that I'm thinking about a lot these days is that I'm okay with just having a photo of that thing to say, mm -hmm. like, look, I made that. Uh -huh. I didn't I didn't need to keep it. Or it's something <laughs> even my daughter made. Or, you know, I just I just threw away some colored pencils that I bought in 1991 when we went to England. Mm -hmm. And I've been saving them all these years. And my daughter's like, I don't want those, mom. Those are old. Mm -hmm. I have new ones. <laughs> and so I'm like, why am I keeping these? So I took a picture and I moved on. Uh -huh. I don't, I don't need to, these don't need to take up space in my life anymore. Yes. And I can see that with those albums, mm -hmm. how there's a similar feeling. Um, I mean, I even have some albums that my girls like, they never got into scrapbooking, but when they were younger, they would do a little bit with me. And I have mm -hmm. a couple little albums where they're like, you know, their little selves pasted down some photos and some completely random stickers and wrote some yep. just funny little captions. So that would, you know, and I have kept those because I'm like, oh my God, I can't throw them away. 
but yeah, that would be a good idea for that would just be to take some photos of them. Yeah. And maybe someday that'll go into some sort of compilation book, but for now it can just be a photo of a thing that, you know, can be let go of. Yes. So, you know, you mentioned at the beginning, you haven't been as creative this year as, you know, maybe you would have liked or you have in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, How is your creative momentum going at this point in the year? Uh, It's really not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's been a struggle. I'm not sure what's going on. I just, um, yeah, I actually feel like a lot of it is you know, I, I, for so many years I worked at home and I, you know, I did daycare. So I had little infants and little toddlers and, you know, they kept me busy, but I always, you know, I was at home. So I always could find like these little pockets of time where I could do little things and, you know, they're little kids. So I'd have stuff up on the counter that nobody could even see or reach. And I could just do something little here and there for five minutes. Um, I had nap time where I could work on stuff, you know, for an hour or two. Um, And now, you know, I'm back to working outside the home and my schedule, the hours I work just make it really hard to get anything done. It's something I am constantly griping about. Others at work gripe about it too. (laughs) We're like, there's just, you know, it's like I work that kind of like 12 to nine, you know, one to 10 type shift. And there's not enough time in the morning, but there's not enough time at night. And I just struggle to get much of anything done these days. And I, I can't figure it out. I'm like, I know it's my schedule, I think, but I just, it, every day it bugs me that I'm like, why can't I get anything done? But it's just been a little trickier to find that creative time. For sure. And we all go through seasons of life. It probably won't be like that forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think it's a very normal thing, especially when we're in this I don't want to call it post pandemic yet, mm-hmm. tail end of the pandemic, whatever, yeah. wherever we are right now, where we're out there doing things, yet there's still COVID out there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all trying to figure out what life is like now. And yeah, I think yeah. having some shifts in your energy and momentum has been very normal for a lot of us, particularly those who maybe were had extra time at home when we were told to stay home. And then all of a mm-hmm. sudden, oh, no, sorry, you need to go back out <laughs> into the world every day. And um, have no time left for yourself. So. And maybe that's it. Like I didn't get any of that extra time. <laughs> I, I worked. Okay. Well, I've never, I didn't get to experience, you know, that whole pandemic thing, like a lot of people, um, you know, I worked the entire time and I worked outside the home the entire time. So I've never done like a zoom meeting. I've never gotten to do, you know, I kind of felt like I missed out on some of that because nothing really changed for me. I still went to work every day. Um, and at, there was a point where I was working more than ever. And it was, you know, I mean, I'm, I work in, you know, retail, grocery, warehouse, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it was crazy. So I don't know, maybe I'm just really tired after the last two years. Well, particularly with all of the supply chain issues and shortage mm-hmm. of bleach and toilet paper. And then well, now yeah. it's like random things that we can't find. And exactly. Um, one whatever random spice or <laughs> there's just there's always something nowadays that doesn't yeah, exist. I'm always like you can't have that there's a limit you get one <laughs> yeah so maybe it's just like kind of just collective exhaustion oh yeah. from just the 
the stress on top of the stress you already had. Well, and I mean, to be completely, you know, transparent, I have just some stuff going on, you know, just in life too. And sure. You know, it's been a little overwhelming and a little stressful, and I just have a lot of stuff in my head. Like my head never stops thinking. So, you know, when I I just have all these things that I'm trying to kind of work through and figure out and all that, and it just has kind of sucked the creativity out of me. So, you know, even when I do have time, like on my day off, and I find that some days I just I still don't do anything because I just mm-hmm. I can't get my you know my act together. Um, I have so much that I want to do. Um, I just, I don't know. In, in some ways I've kind of accepted. I'm like, you know, it's okay. Like, like you said, seasons of life, you know, we all go through these different periods, um, you know, where it's not going to be like this forever. And, you know, maybe later this year it'll change. Maybe it'll be next year. I don't know. But I remember saying last year, um, I think I said it on an Instagram post at some point, but I was like, you know, as long as I, do my project life album and I keep up with my reading album. And then every year I also make, um, I work my, I have like a TV show album type. Well, I don't know what do you want to call. It? I don't know what I want to call it. It's like my TV album that every TV season, I make these pages to go in there of what I, all the shows I watch. Cause I'm a big TV junkie. Um, so as long as I do that and make my TV pages for the year, like I'm good. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, if I don't get to any other projects throughout the year, like I'll be okay. I think that's a really healthy perspective of knowing kind of what your, what your minimum is, Mm -hmm. because, you know, sometimes we do have to push through a little bit because it's important to us, even when we're not as excited about it. And Mm -hmm. maybe there's something else out there right now for you that, uh, fulfill kind of the creative outlet side, mm-hmm. um, that isn't as, I don't know, emotionally connected. Like that's the one, one of the weird things about scrapbooking is that it's not just, it's not like knitting where you're making something. Mm-hmm. It's about our lives. And if our lives have some complications to them, we don't always want to spend our time dwelling in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe you need to do some knitting or <laughs> painting or something to, well, uh, find joy I'm a big organizer. So I've been doing a lot of that around the house. And, and yes. And- I saw your pantry and I'm like, <laughs> I wish I had a closet that I could turn into a pantry like that. <laughs> uh, my family's still torn over my pantry, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of those tall Alex drawers. I have one in my bathroom that holds all the things. So. Oh, I have the short ones in my scrapbook room and on, you know, a desk area that I have. But yeah, I, I love the drawers. Yes. But yeah, I wish they, they, they pulled out further though. Like if they could fix that problem of the, how far those drawers pull oh, out, that would be really amazing. It'd be nice too, if you could easily move them around. Um, yes. Like I know you can unscrew them and move them, but that's a lot of work. So <laughs> <laughs> I shifted some in my scrapbook room um, quite a while ago. I moved a few things around to make room for bookshelves and I kind of had to shift where I sat in my room. So I wanted to move everything in like three Alex drawers to the other side. And I literally had to dump out everything from the drawers because I couldn't just pull the drawer out and swap it into the other, (laughs) the other unit. Yeah. Yeah. But it is what it is. (laughs) So, okay. Kind of starting to wrap up here. Um, you mentioned that you also are working on a redo of a 2016 project life album. Mm -hmm. Basically, you're just you sound like you're taking it all apart and kind of 
putting it back together in a new way. Mm -hmm. So what are, th what are some things that you're doing to make that album more finishable for you? Well, I pulled it out because um, I recently switched all my Project Life albums into new albums. And um, I like I know I still have, I think, well, I want to say 2017. I still have like two months to finish. All my other albums are completely finished on Project Life. And but 2016, I pulled it out and I was like, oh, geez, you know, it's just photos. I never did anything else. Um, that was the first year I decided to you know, really do project life. Um, and all the photos are there. And I, I think maybe five months had filler carts that I just randomly put in all of the pockets. Um, mm -hmm. and that was it, but that was when, you know, I, I, that was the year I wanted to do project life. I always resisted it because I just didn't feel like I had enough photos. Um, but that year I decided I was going to go back into it and I wanted to do nine by 12. Well, I, cut down a 12 by 12 album into a nine by 12. And instead of going out and, you know, I just didn't want to go buy all those nine by 12 page protectors because studio Calco was the only option back then. Um, so I took all of my 12 by 12 pocket pages and I just cut down anything that could cut down to nine by 12 or smaller. Um, so I just trimmed them. So I had a lot of like six by 12. I had eight by 12. I had four by 12 <laughs> and a lot of square pockets. Um, you know, and back then, I think back then you could only do square photos on Instagram. So that's how I took my photos. I took them as squares. So I love the square photo, but I realized, you know, I mean, I had a nine by 12 page on the first week. I didn't use the actual nine by 12 until like week 15. So it was just all these completely random sizes of pages. So I just decided, you know what, I'm going to work it into a real nine by 12. The same thing I've been doing for the last five years. That's what I'm going to do. So, you know, I took out my real nine by 12 pocket pages and I just kind of reworked them all into that. Um, you know, a lot of the square photos I had to cut down to three by four, trim those. Um, but yeah, I mean, I kind of, I put all new title, weekly title cards, um, and I think my thinking for this one is to do my journaling cards really simple. I always um, do digital journaling cards. I type them in Photoshop and I'm just going to make these super simple. I'm just going to type some journaling and that's it. I'm not going to use um, the digital stamps that I always use or digital journaling cards. It's going to be three by four white cards and I may even put like two you know, journaling for two photos on one card or something. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. But yeah, just make it quick and easy and kind of get it like the photos. They've all been reworked into one album because it wasn't two albums. Um, so they're all in there. I have new weekly um, title cards and, you know, it's kind of like <laughs> I told my I showed it to my older daughter. And of course, there's photos of like her old boyfriend and she, you know, her ex-boyfriend. And she's like, oh my God, don't put those in there. I'm like, but that was our <laughs> life then, you know? Yeah. And she goes, I can't even look at that. <laughs> but I, it was exciting to look at it for me. I'm like, I love looking back. And this was like when she was in college and my younger daughter, I believe it was her senior year, 11th or 12th grade you know, and all the little daycare kids that were from years ago. And I mean, it was really cool to look back at all those, you know, those photos. And some of them, 
you know, I'm like, okay, what is this? Is this photo even worth keeping in here? You know, it was kind of like random photos, but I scrolled back on my Instagram all the way back to 2016. And I'm like, no, that photo has a story with it. So I'm going to keep it. (laughs) Well, that's one of the things social media can be handy for is remembering why something was important Mm -hmm. back then. Um, So I definitely appreciate it for that, particularly like I'm not good at uh, keeping a keeping a journal or keeping written records of everything. Mm -hmm. Like some people are amazing at that and it comes by it naturally, but I rely on any breadcrumbs I've left myself (laughs) or social media to figure things out. No, I say that I, you know, like everything's (laughs) up in my head. I don't have anything, which is scary because like it doesn't all, like, I don't remember the stuff I think I'm going to remember as well as I think I'm going to. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't keep journals. I don't keep notes on anything. It's just kind of all hopefully from memory. Um, but you know, when I work on my project life album, I rely on my Instagram hugely. I mm-hmm. pull it up on my computer and you know, so much of my journaling in my project life comes straight from Instagram. You know, I just, you know, we've well, already done the work, right? Yeah, so. The journaling's already there. I copy and paste it. That's why, you know, that's when you pull it up on your computer, I just copy and paste it go into Photoshop and, you know, put that on my journaling card and there you go. (laughs) So I use Instagram definitely. I mean, when I'm working on my project live, my Instagram's open and Photoshop's open and that's how I do the majority of my cards. So when I did um, an album for my husband last year and I did all white cards Mm -hmm. because, and we just did like paper strips as embellishments, like it was super simple and minimalist. Mm -hmm. And I actually did it in Word and I love, I use Photoshop every day, but I did it in Word in part so that he could help with the journaling uh-huh. and I could like put a bunch of stuff on a page. So whether you're using Word or Photoshop or whatever you want to mm-hmm. use, um, I liked being able to print more exact size that way mm-hmm. and then just trim them out versus doing the two up on a four by six because mm-hmm. then sometimes the centering can get a little weird on that, well, even when yeah. you set no expansion. So <laughs> yes, well, because I print, um, you know, I, I do order my photos um, okay. every month. I use the free prints app on my phone, and I because I use so much digital projects or products. Um, most of my filler cards in my project life albums, they're all just photos. They're digital ones that I put two on a four by six, you know, two three by fours. But yeah, it does bug me sometimes because I'll get them. And when I trim them all in half, you know, I've learned that like this side, like if there's a quote or something, like, like a lot of Allie Edwards, her journaling cards, you know, they've got this nice quote and I have to Mm -hmm. learn to put it on the the right side because, well, maybe not the right. I think it's the left side because the other one, it's always going to trim off a little extra. It's not going to be actual three by four. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I think it's important to just know the expectations, even Mm -hmm. if something is like, you know, needs to be tweaked. Like my printer prints too yellow. So I have Mm -hmm. to like turn down the yellow on it all the time and things like that. So as long as you know what, what changes you need to make or Mm -hmm. what expectations, then you can get a good result. So. Oh, no, I was going to say that's, you know, why I think my whole approach to project life too, I see so many designers that do these amazing project life spreads and pocket page spreads and using all the fun embellishments and all that. And mine is literally photos, filler cards that they're all printed on photo paper. I, I just order them with my photo orders and then journaling cards. I don't have any embellishments in my albums of any kind. And, you know, that's like, even right now, I just shared something I think yesterday that, you know, it's the middle of June and 
I haven't, I don't even have anything done in my project life album this year. My photos are there. And I did, I have printed, I think I've done about 40 journaling cards so far, but I don't worry too much about getting caught up because like, I know it's easy enough to do because I keep the process so simple and it's so basic for me. Like I've followed the same format and the same way of doing it for years. And I haven't changed anything because it works. I love that. That's what we all need to probably do more of. (laughs) So stop changing everything. (laughs) So, you know, is that your primary focus right now? It's just kind of doing as as much as you can, when you can on Project Life. As you said before, you kind of talked about your, if I just do these things. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious, like, what is your, where do you want to be at the end of this year when it comes to your memory keeping? Well, I mean, I really do want to get back to doing other projects. Um, I think it was about two months ago, maybe I had a week off, a week of vacation. So I actually did like, I think three little projects and it was the only thing I've done all year. And it was mm-hmm. nice to get back in there. It felt really good. Um, it was just like completely random little stories. And I have so many things that I want to do. Um, so I'd really like to get back to finding that time to just, you know, make simple projects. They don't have to be, you know, I've, I've definitely simplified my style. Um, you know, I'm loving the pocket pages and, you know, no matter what size I'm doing, I love the pocket pages now and I don't have to make it complicated. I mean, you know, if it's a layout, that's going to be different. I might get my silhouette out. I'm going to do maybe a photo collage and die cut my title and all that. But, you know, I'm really focused on more just simple things like a photo, a journaling card, slip a couple other cards in and call it done. And I just, I miss that because I have a lot of projects that I really do want to do. Um, and I have projects that I, I just want to finish because I, you know, I have definitely some album projects that are partly done and I just need to go back to them. But, but I also know that like the way I approach project life, I do it monthly now and I include pretty much all our photos. I don't limit myself to like two spreads for the month. I've never limited my project life. Even when I did it weekly, if I had to have, you know, two spreads for one week, I'll do it, you know, and now I average about five spreads per month. Um, but it's important me to get all the photos in there and almost every photo has journaling of some kind. Um, and that's why I don't feel like, like if I don't do anything else, I'm okay with it because all the photos are there and they all have stories and there's definitely some I can pull out and expand on. Um, I also love to kind of pull photos from different things, you know, to Mm -hmm. kind of tell maybe a different story, but I feel good knowing that like the photos and stories are there. So yes, if I don't have time right now to maybe expand on things or do other things, that's okay with me. Um, You know, I know I will get to it, but I really, really miss just being in there and being creative and playing with, you know, products. And, you know, I go in my room, I go in my room and I look at stuff (laughs) and I'm like, okay, I'll be back for you. Well, I love that we have the options today to have some some sort of balance mm-hmm. um, so that we can feel like we are moving forward with simpler projects and that when, you know, the right time and place comes to spend more time on it, when you have a vacation, when you mm-hmm. have something else, you can invest a little bit more time and energy into it. So 
I know that I'm like, I'm thinking about my cart is full of some Halloween products right now. Yeah. And I'm like, I just did last year a whole, basically it was kind of a six by eight mini album of my daughter's first 10 years of Halloween. Oh, so really it's all, it's all captured, right? Uh-huh. Well, no, there's still, there's more stories. I could always, you know, expand mm-hmm. more on it. But if I never did another Halloween layout, uh-huh. I'd also be fine. Yeah. So. Well, Lord, this has been so fun. Thank you for sharing so openly and about, you know, a wide variety of your hobby. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me. Can you share where we can find you online and if there's anything you have new or coming up in the future? Well, I don't have much of anything coming up. Um, hopefully I'll have some projects to share here and there. Um, you know, I've kind of stepped back from the whole design team and all that. It was just, you know, it was just, it wasn't coming as easily to me. Um, so I just kind mm-hmm. of stepped away from that. So in some ways I kind of feel like, Oh, I'm not really a part of all that anymore, but, um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully I'll be having some projects to share. And, and I, and I love to, sh- my Instagram is more of a random one anyway. It's not just going to be scrapbooking. It's going to be my puppy. It's going to be organizing or my house or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely, I'm mostly on Instagram, uh, just Laura Vegas. Um, I do have a blog still and, you know, it, it's still there. I only post when I have something to share, but <laughs> sure. I know, no, I know blogs aren't as big of a thing anymore, but it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of my, my little home base and yes, if yes. something ever happens the days to Instagram or whatever, like at least my, my blog has everything I have ever made. So, um, so yeah, I have that. Well, that's incredible. We will include all of your links in the show notes to this episode. And to all of our listeners, please remember that you have permission to scrapbook your way. If you're like me, this episode got you thinking, but it doesn't have to end here. You can find insightful and even semi-controversial conversations, just like we have on the podcast, inside of our membership community. Visit simplescrapper.com slash membership to learn more about what's included when you join us.